Oh, we live, live, live. Yeah, we live. Episode three, go home show. How you guys feeling? I'm feeling good. How's y'all weekend? Weekend was lit. 420 was lit. Mm-hmm. Very good success. Still recovering. Yeah, how are we stumbled into a new weekend? I don't even remember last weekend. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not even joking. <laughs> we are in the end game now. No spoilers, though. No spoilers. No spoilers. Fun week in the WWE. Fun couple of weeks in the WWE. The superstar shakeup. <laughs> How'd you guys feel? How'd you like this shake? Oh, we not introducing ourselves anymore? Nah, I think everybody knows us. Malcolm, Tay Lucid, Chris, Blackheart. I'm just I'm just saying, you know. I mean, it's money Malcolm. It's Teddy Lucid. I just want some respect. So they call me Chris. <laughs> just let it be known, people. <laughs> Just let it be fucking known. Like, yo, Chris. It's that kind of Friday. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it's a, it's a wacky tacky Friday, guys. So bear with us. It, but we're going to have fun tonight. I mean, it was a wacky tacky shakeup. Yeah, it was wacky tacky. <laughs> it was like that SpongeBob episode with everybody in the office and the fire. <laughs> Especially because every, like the thing, because everybody had to go back and like switch places. But we're going to touch on that in a minute. What a waste. <laughs> <laughs> Superstar shakeup for real. Um, how'd you guys like it? What do you guys think of the shakeup? Um, if we go on start with Raw, mm-hmm. I mean it spiced things up a I bit. Mean, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Nah, we're gonna start with, we're gonna start with the A show, the yes. true A show. Now, I, I want Smack it to be down live. No, we're not going on this Monday, Tuesday. I want it to be nice. About no, it. no, no, no. Fuck that. Fuck that. <laughs> Everybody knows SmackDown officially became the fucking A show. Well overdue. It's the million dollar show. It's the million dollar show. It it always has been. 20 years in the making. Okay. In a couple of months, it's about to be lit on Fox. Friday nights are going to get lit. And now Raw can still deal with their three-hour shenanigans. (laughs) That's all all that needs to be said. I mean, what was your best call-up for SmackDown? Everybody. I think everybody that went to SmackDown was really like they needed that. You yeah. mean the fact that um, El Idolo really didn't leave SmackDown? Shout out to Charlotte. <laughs> 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 Let's just get it out the way. Shout out to Charlotte. I wonder how that went over with her. Because I know they recently. Or under. Tranquilo. I mean, depending how you want to look at it. Yeah. Like, hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> Hey. hey, she be like, "Can we get our flights to where we taping next week?" No, I'm on Monday night. Monday night? Wait, what? Oh no, 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 no! <laughs> I gotta talk to my dad, Rick. Oh no, baby, what are you doing? It's like, what's going on, baby girls? It's like, dad, you need to do something. You need to talk to Vince. I got it. I got a feeling Rick was more mad. Like, no, 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 whoa, whoa, because he looked like he likes Andrade, so he's probably like, no. Nah. Because Andrade can wrestle, and I think like if you're gonna like touch a flare, you gotta know how to work, like. You get gotta, it done in the ring Especially like really good You gotta do it with Flair My baby only gets the best You can't be like Kurt Hawkins Touching Charlotte Flair and- <laughs> and then- <laughs> But you know what that also, that also started A ripple effect though Because He went back Zelina went back mm-hmm. And then That causes Aleister Black To go Apparently being Officially drafted to Raw To Smackdown I feel like they should have split them up in the first place. So I feel like that's, that's a, that was a necessary evil. I mean, but, and Alistair. But, I mean, they got over a bit with the tag team. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. What, are, what, are, what are you talking about? I wanted them, like, split up. Split who up? Alistair and Ricochet. They were oh, fine I'm, for... No, I'm fine with, they, with the split, but because Andrade went over to SmackDown, Zelina's married to, to Alistair. 
So everybody come on. Everybody was just like, you know, Vince is trying to keep track. It's just I like, yo, Bo. we're going to have to start putting some type of, you like. You know what Vince McMahon was? He was, like, the high school principal. He didn't know, like, who was dating <laughs> and, like, where now, the couples That was, was a thing. Now, now it has to be a thing. <laughs> who do you think broke it down to him that which is which couple was? Had to be Triple H. Because Triple H is in the know. He got his A in the streets. He was like, no, 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 no. You can't do that. They were like, yo, Vince, they married. Married. The social media team told them that's what happened. <laughs> He probably didn't even know Naomi and um, Jimmy was married and stuff. He was like, I thought, I thought he, she was married to Jay. <laughs> I can't tell. God damn it. Oh, man. I mean, it did help out Raw tag team-wise. Yeah, Raw. I don't know, Raw. Raw's going to be in a, like, since we talked about SmackDown's becoming a million-dollar show, Raw's going to be an interesting boat to see what it's going to look like now that not all hens on deck is going to be on Monday night now. Like, can they do their own thing? Like, what like niche are they gonna like carve I mean, out going forward? You know, the word backstage was always that SmackDown was the fun show or the wrestling show. You know, that might be flipped because yeah. now Vin- Vince is like we on Fox. Like this ain't this ain't Safa. No, no. But I heard that um SmackDown's gonna be like the cause that's gonna be a sports show. Like that's the reason Fox picked them up. Yeah. Even though they send AJ to Raw, you know, I guess they have I, to. I felt like that. Was, I felt like that was a mistake too. I didn't really like AJ Styles going to Raw so prematurely. Yeah, and especially with Roman Reigns coming, that was like a. I think we talked about it earlier. That was like the most easy built-in feud that you didn't. There was no story. Like but the storyline was built already. Like I was here. You're not going to come take over my show. I built this, and then after AJ gets done, everybody then sending the Raw. What do we? What is our model here? Long-term booking? Exactly. <laughs> Something's... Just expect something to happen. Maybe Survivor Series. Oh, yeah, because now he has to go against the, the house that he built. He but like, they, they did have to give Seth something to work with. True. Exactly. Summertime. That is true. I just felt like it was so easy. Like, Styles been on SmackDown since the original shakeup. He's been the guy carrying it. So, especially with them moving to Fox and, like, all the new people coming, it was just so easy. Like, you guys... Not going to come in here now that we're starting to get big and everything. You guys are not just going to come in here to like take over what I built. I feel like the angle though with AJ going to roll every time he gets in a few now, it's like, well, you're not on SmackDown no more. That, 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 that's true. That, that, if they They're do gonna like be like, that, this is lit. the flagship show, <laughs> this is the real show, this is where the big boys are. I'm like, yeah, okay. only till like September, <laughs> exactly because <laughs> October rolls around. I think it was the first week of October, I think they were going um, Fox, yeah. Friday nights. There's the fall. Anybody else from Raw that you like that that came over or SmackDown? I mean, it was a nice move for Naomi because like SmackDown's women's division is stacked. That's the NXT Women's Championship show. Like almost everybody on that show has won that title. Oh my goodness! They breathe some light with the tag team division with the Usos going. Yeah. Um, and to be honest, I actually wasn't expecting Roman to. To jump, I, I thought, thought he, the, I thought I thought he was. I thought he was gonna stay in and maybe probably do something with the Usos later. Mm-hmm. I think that would have been dope. I think probably the Nia Jax injury probably derailed that because they would have had like the Samoan powerhouse stable. So if I think if all it pieces would have been played, been they probably would have no maybe would have stayed. No love for Tamina. Nah, but poor Nia though, she's Ooh. out. She's gonna be out least until next year. <laughs> She, oh, yeah, because she had an ACL. She tore both. <laughs> Ooh. Damn. So she's she's fucked. She ain't, she ain't going to be showing up to, at least until 2020. Damn. Like, full-blown, like, it's a definitely, like, recovery. Damn. Um, Cesaro going to roll. I like it. 
Um, I don't. I think that wasn't meant to happen because that was like a that was also a last minute shift because the bar was gonna stay in SmackDown, mm-hmm. um, and I believe Sheamus is dealing with the like, concussion issues, mm. so might as well get him like do it. A lot of these injuries and a lot of like last minute stuff has really changed everything up. Yeah, a lot of people don't even know that the reason that Sheamus was put tag team wise was because he's dealing with a back injury as well. So like that just helped him out. So he was dealing with that since last year. He's actually been dealing with this, um, his whole life. I think he has mm-hmm. a, what is it called? Spinal synostosis or something like that. That's spinosis. So That's spaghetti. Yeah. That's spaghetti. So it's kind of it like really like one bad bump, you know, can literally fuck your whole shit up. R.P. the bar. Yeah. <laughs> now the bar was lit from, <laughs> I would say the bar from like two people and a few that people really tuned out. They got a tag team champion. They got a tag team out of it that people actually did care about in the end. Sure. So, kudos to the creative team. We don't say that a lot, but when they had a nice run played. on SmackDown with the Usos and um New Day, it was just like, yeah. And I think that's the thing too is like, do you want to really put the bar back on Raw? Like keep flip flopping them. Like you know what they are now. Like might as well just. My thing is like, if you're definitely doing something with Cesaro as a singles competitor, then yeah, I really hope that they they really put him in there. Like he's he's somewhere in that the top card, mm-hmm. instead of floating in you know, what they call a uh, purgatory mid card. The brass ring club. I mean, yeah, Samoa <laughs> Joe is the the champion over there mid card wise. So yeah, I mean, but at the same time, I'm fine with that. But it's just sometimes they just have guys go in there, and there's just like nothing. Just do fuck all. Yeah. Just have a match and then you know. You end up being like Shinsuke Nakamura. Again, he's still wrestling. Um, that was my boy, but I liked I liked everything from both. I think SmackDown. I think Finn Balor definitely needed that transplant to the blue brand. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of the blue brand, um, how you felt about Kyrie? Oh, I like it. I thought she was gonna come up with Yo, but it is what it is. I'm cool. Yeah. I'm definitely cool with that. Maybe because there's business for Sharad down in NXT. That I I also don't get Paige being a manager for them. I know yeah, why. It seems kind of a little awkward. They when have, she's like the NXT advocate, it's kind of like, like the there's Paul like Heyman. nothing. It's like there's really nothing for her. She's still in the contract. I, I get why though, because they don't get over talking wise well. But I mm. feel like they shouldn't let Paige be like talking and like go, like go to do a match, whatever. Like let them, you know, say a few things. But she could be the mouthpiece. She could not, be the mouthpiece. I definitely agree with that. But it's like I don't see any connection there. Mm. That's for me. That's the problem. If you're gonna, if you're gonna make her the mouthpiece, you, I feel like you have to put some sort of a centerpiece into it. Like, okay, this is gonna be a focal point of our show, of our tag team division for the women. You know, there might be some sort of language barrier. Let's put Paige there. You know, there has to be something there. I don't want to see something like two two minutes (laughs) of you kind of just running and flapping your gums for for what? And I'm like, what what am I getting? What are you trying to present? You know, you know what I feel like that too. I may be in the wrong, I may be in the minority, but I feel like that way about these Sami Zayn promos. Like, wait, what do, nah, what do you mean? Really? You're not liking them, dude. I'm loving I'm it. I'm loving like it. And then, you know what it is? Go to hell. I like the message. Go to hell. It's too long. No, nah. some of them are too long. I literally, I am in love with it. I think they 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 picked up with it before he went down with the injury. Oh, still keeping a heel persona. Yeah, like, ticked off. You know, he came in and he's just like, "Oh, you guys really love me, but guess what? I don't give a fucking rat's ass about you people. <laughs> I was great ten months away from WWE. 
He burnt oh, Montreal. Oh, That was funny though. He was like, "Look at this smile." Was, I was happy. That, that, it's like now great. I'm here, and it's just like creative has nothing for me. You people suck. <laughs> it was just like, oh, this is fantastic. I love it. This was definitely fantastic. Not like seeing Sami Zayn, but I don't know. Just like sometimes, like the crowd like dies a little in the middle so it comes off a little weird when you're watching and just him ramble but the message and the, the promo if i may quote um a great man named uh bad luck Fale. okay fuck him okay true 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 i also like ember moon fuck him also like ember moon on smackdown live i think she's gonna do wonders yeah, like that a, division really they, they need a, they need a shift they needed that shift very very badly and they got it ember moon did barely. you feel like they take two more of raw um, cause SmackDown's like stuck. Um, I feel like Raw can handle cause Raw. I'm talking about um women's women's wise. Yeah. Cause over there now is Becky, Riot, maybe. But that's the thing is like they'll they'll come up with something. They can always call up somebody here and there. Actually, isn't Becky still officially SmackDown? Mm, I think she's as long as she got the title, she's both. Kind of like no, like, I, no, that I know. Oh yeah, yeah, but she's still SmackDown. She's still SmackDown. So I think they're gonna use now if she's as long as she carries both of them. Use her star power to bolster up both divisions, but it is what it is. I, like I didn't it. even mention my favorite pick to go to SmackDown, besides Roman, was Bailey. Yeah, I think she needed that. I felt bad though, cause now with the whole Sasha thing, I felt like mm. Sasha needed like a breath of fresh air from everybody. Like, yeah, be away from like any of the horsewomen. Just do your own thing. And now she's not there. So, but you know what though? Mm-hmm. Random bold prediction. Real bold. Real bold. Sasha wins the Money in the Bank. Mm. I don't know. I'm just saying. I have barely. But, oh, we and could get it. Well, let's, let's, let's wait. We don't get into. No, the no, money no. I'm bank. just. I'm just. I'm just saying. You know. Just. You know. Just. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. What you gonna say, Michael? Oh, nah, nah. I was gonna say we're gonna talk about money in the bank a little later on, but later. um, you're probably not wrong on your theory there, Chris. I feel like some of the rumors stuff that have been happening backstage. Vince is gonna take. He's gonna capitalize on that, like the Luke Harper thing. Don't be surprised if something comes up on that now. Um, well. The last thing I heard about Luke is, um, yeah, as much as he wants to leave, he's gonna Rey Mysterio it's, and the Neville. It's not happening, because um, I think they're also putting effect the time that he was injured, so I think they added some more time into that contract. Um, which six months. Do. Yeah, um, it's. I think he got burned when he Announced had that it. singles run. I think it was fantastic. I think that should have been left that way. Um, but now it's kind of like they they did a little tease, especially with him and um and Braun mm-hmm. at the uh, that's whatever battle royal that makes no sense to have at all. It's just a time filler for the pre-show <laughs> for about thirty minutes is a waste of time. To make no sense. To add an either. extra hour to <laughs> WrestleMania. Oh, I can keep going. I can keep going. Andre the Giant is rolling over his grave. Roy Rumble. He only has a half. Yeah. He can only he only rolling half. Um, who I'll say I think my MVP of the picks, the most underrated pick, the SmackDown is the best kept secret, Buddy Murphy. Ooh. I think he's gonna do wonders in SmackDown. He's gonna do wonders. Yes, I love Buddy. Buddy Murphy can get it done. Him and Finn Balor. Yeah, like I'm saying, like SmackDown, they got some heavy hitters. Like SmackDown really has the card. Like if you like wrestling, and you enjoy wrestling, and you enjoy like what they do in the ring, SmackDown should be the show, and it should be the show that they. And it's it about time, for. but I know that they. They needed to bolster that uh, that roster up for Fox, because they're gonna be they're gonna be separate. Mm-hmm. Like I think more now is definitely gonna be okay. 
it is gonna be Team SmackDown. Team Raw. Team Raw. I feel like um, people don't watch SmackDown as much as Raw, so people complain a lot about the product. Hopefully, like Vince. Now, hopefully now, they, <laughs> hopefully now they they watching SmackDown and see it's like, well, there's one show that's really wrong, and this show has been getting it done for like almost three years now. And then you got NXT actually, you know, they flourishing over yeah, there. Two hundred five is doing, you know, whatever they think. But it's really Raw's the problem. Even like, NXT UK, they they doing their thing out, yeah. out there across the pond. It's just like, I guess, you know, the role's the main show, so everybody's easy to attack that and forget about everything else that's going good and just be like, well, WWE is trash right now. So <laughs> First of all, like, I want to touch up on that. I think it's, I mean, I'm not saying that it's crazy that they did it, but they really did nothing with Sanity. They just, I think yeah, it was much. Yeah, that was so fucked up. I think it was needed for them to just completely disband the whole thing. Um, what they're going to do with Eric Young on, on Raw is going to be interesting. Um, I think with Killian Dane, I think he's a big money player, so I'm expecting him to, you know, nah, you know, that's that's too much of a high expectation. But I, I would love for him to kind of literally get some shine. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with my girl Nikki Cross. Yeah, I wonder, they, I wonder they're gonna do a hug because she's still free agent. She hasn't had a brand yet. I don't think that she's. I think she was. She's supposed to be officially uh, SmackDown. Mm. Um, you think they slowly built in something with her? Because they have been doing like promos and stuff, like sort of like what they did with um, Lacey and stuff. Long term booking for Lacey, that's what it was. <laughs> We've seen it coming. A long term booking. It was long term booking, but I know they they're very high on her. Um, everyone backstage, um, Vince, creative, they have really, really, really big high hopes for uh, for Lacey Evans, and I think it's her, for her. Um, her character. I was about to say that character. I love yeah, from really down good. when she was in NXT, um, and then coming up, like I really love it because she can, she can easily play the baby face and the heel, Ew. and she's you know, you know we're we're also transitioning into that, um, that part of society, women's rights, you know, being dependent, and I think with her being, being a real movie. life, you know, marine. You know, she 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 really has like that Southern Belle aura to her, and that's what she is. Definitely agree. She had you a know. good match on, on Raw. Yeah. Um, she stumbled a bit with the finisher, but you know, yeah. It was, like, yeah. It was just um, it was just jitters. That was it. Yeah, she's not she's not, she's no Sasha Banks though, but. <laughs> Kick her while she's down. Which... Oh, she's done that plenty of times. I kind of miss Sasha. I mean, I don't know who's botched more moves. Uh. Brie Bella or Sasha Banks? Who gave us more classics, though? Oh, that is a great one. Sasha. But Brie kind of did it all in one night, so she outshined Sasha by a mile. I don't know anyone who has messed up back-to-back suicide dives from the ropes. I was just like, you're going to kill yourself. She gotta be careful with that. I remember, and it's the other two. It's um, like Big E. It's that... um, Yeah, Big E, he scared him a couple of times. With that, um, the dive through the middle rope. Like, it was like, I remember one pay-per-view where it really looked like his neck was like... Yeah. I was like, bro. That's a big dude. Yeah. That's with your neck like that. But Superstar Shake-Up was lit. But now we got to get into the nitty-gritty. But hold on, though. Are we not going to talk about about that one tag team? Well, that's what I was about to say. That's the nitty-gritty. This is like the talk of the town. That was That's the juice. What are we talking about? The experience. (laughs) The Viking experience. The one and only experience. The Viking experience. First thoughts when you heard of Malcolm. First thoughts. 
um trash. Obviously, um whoever was up top didn't know nothing about them at all. They seen them guys in their costumes, probably like, uh Viking experience, uh I don't think it was nothing about them. I think it was that three letter word with the whole P G thing. Yeah, they had a they oh. had a whole big thing on the whole oh, I know what you're yeah the, apparently the whole war thing. So I don't know if that went over well. And the thing is too, like we always talked about, Vince doesn't watch NXT. Um, some say he has, some say he hasn't. We cannot confirm or deny those sources. I think he watches Takeover. Probably takeover. Um, but Whatever. he is he is aware. But from what I heard, it was kind of like a last minute thing. Like they they definitely wanted to change the name. And I, I really want to know who the fuck really came up with the Viking experience. And this was actually probably the first time that they were like, wow, this was not received well at all. It was horrible. You know, we have to change this. And then next week, give us, what was it, the Viking Raiders? Someone, yeah. okay. Someone I'm, it's still a mouthful. But the one thing, even if they were the Viking experience, God, just... I just want I want to forget about that. Also, want to know too if the name change was trying to catch on the going um, Game of Thrones hype. Mm-hmm. No, there's just really? some somebody was just trying too hard. Okay, but I think with them they were kind of like one of those very few exceptions that talent can honestly outshine what the name was to make the name better. Well, I it, talked about the episode before how yeah. they was going to translate them in and stuff like that. Yeah, um, and then what I also find it very weird it's. They're still the NXT Tag Team Champions. Yeah. The belt has not been seen. And it really hasn't been seen on top. And, um, Mentioned either. I think maybe when they came out, they said, is the NXT Tag Team Yeah, champions. but it's kind of like, you know, just to show the titles is fine. Um, even spoilers, you know, even from uh, the tapings down in, you know, full at, at Full sale, you know, spoiler, they still have their titles. <laughs> so I don't know what the plan is. Um, so that's for me is a huge question mark, but if you're gonna sh- still show them as the tag team champions, um, down in NXT, I think they should they should literally be on the main roster with it. Yeah. Um, um, do, y- do y'all feel with all this heat that they got in traction that that benefited them actually with that bad name? Um, maybe because people are gonna rally around them now just to make sure they aren't like buried. Because like Chris said, they they are really like good. I remember when Chris brought me to Final Battle what was like last year. That was like my first. Yeah. That was my first time checking. It was at uh, Global Wars. Mm-hmm. There we go. So that was my first time checking out War Machine. But yeah, they they really like their talent is really good. So I guess a little bit of both. Like people saying we're gonna turn the Viking experience. Yeah, they had they had a really good following. So that's I'm glad a lot of people legit voiced their opinions because ah, that was just it was just so bad, <laughs> man. It was fucking brutal. <laughs> Nah, it was really like the experience. Like who? I was just like, is Velveteen Dreams gonna be up on yeah. this? <laughs> we already have an experience. The experience. The purple experience. The Viking experience. I mean, that was all that was missing, to be honest. They was gonna call them the Berserkers too, but yeah, there was a list of fucking names, and I'm like, stop, <laughs> stop. Like, are you just fucking picking random shit that you guys just saw <laughs> at like a? a a bus stop and you're like you know what is this what is this Vikings that's what that's they not like are. a museum exhibit it is, it's, it like is an experience it's like no it's the museum shit like they just the Viking experience it's like no that's their name the Berserkers but trash the Viking I think their their finisher has the experience I think that's a little tongue in cheek oh yeah they use that the um, Viking experience for the finisher 
See, so he, he got his experience in there. Oh boy. He <laughs> was like, "We're not getting rid of the name, damn it." Um, let me see who else we have. That was I'm glad they didn't trademark that shit. Yeah, yeah. I, like you said, they've there's been backlash before in WWE, and that that was like real backlash. Like nobody was having it from like the people that defend WWE to people who hate WWE. Nobody was defending that. I think maybe Michael Cole was trying to defend it, but even no, he was like, "This uh, is trash." I was like, "What? What? What is this?" <laughs> he can't, he, Michael Cole can't even play it over. Like, nah. Um, who do I think might be a big thing? We talked about AJ Styles. Um, Cedric Alexander. I feel like he might slam, fall into that role, like Buddy Murphy. Not as good, but gives him another guy with good England work. But I'm also very curious because they're kind of just like breaking up this 205 thing. Yeah, there's like five people left. What's going on? It's about to be five live. It's five people. That's basically it. (laughs) They took every champion they ever had off the roster. I'm like, what's maybe that's the promotion? Because I was seeing that too. Like like the two people that held the belt that year got promoted. So I guess if you win the championship, the cruiserweight championship, then you're in line for like a shaking up into a brand. So. I think it's I, I still think it's stupid. That that show needs to be on TV somehow, some way. It um, needs to be on TV. I think they are gonna change that. Um, get them on. Get them on. Some, get yeah, them. I uh, think on that's that, that Fox was Sports Two. Yeah, that was something that was in the pipeline. I don't know if it's official tissue yet, but that's something that was definitely in the pipeline. Cause that show need, cause the thing they do good good work, but then nobody really nobody watches them. Yeah, and there's been a lot of times I've gone to a lot of SmackDown events and. Once the uh, the live show is over, some people just start to just hit up the exits. It's like 205. It's like, God, I don't want to watch this. I don't even know who these people are. It's like, come on, Brad. Let's go. <laughs> I don't want to watch this, okay? We have school tomorrow. I mean, that's what, school that's what happens when you throw them on a pre-show matches. Like, at Mania, they should have thrown that Tony Neeson, Buddy Murphy match. No, they do this shit every year. Yeah, um, where gets, like, the every, every, every year. And they've done that the last two years. That was why Neville had, like, the big the big stink with them. Yeah, down he, in, um, in Orlando. Like, they went on first. Um, and he realized he wasn't going to get paid, like, if he was on the yeah, show. Yeah, him and Austin Aries. That's right, though. Like, if we're going to – because they always say that the pre-show is the main show. So, mm-hmm. pay us like that. Exactly. And they got shit for it. I don't think they was on the DVD either. I don't think. If no, they know. didn't. They, they wasn't like, on the DVD. No, they really, they really didn't. It wasn't on the DVD. They didn't get any royalties <laughs> off of it. Damn. There's yeah, yeah, yeah. Going on first. We'll see how this works out. All first, no DVD. But it was actually, it was a fucking, it was a really great match too. The Vince was like pyro, cruiserweight. Uh, not worth uh, it. I still need that. I still need these funds to support this XFL venture. The second time. Second time around the XFL, <laughs> but um, with the shaking up, everything's been shaken up. I kind of like how things have shaken up. I kind of like how the um, the title programs for both brands kind of is a fresh story, and I'm kind of intrigued on both. I have not. I'm really intrigued on one championship feud, and I'm kind of intrigued on both. So I say, kudos. How you guys feel about which? I, I think eventually with um the AJ Seth thing. AJ's gonna have to. Do you think it was a little premature? I think I it think was premature. So. Yeah. I think it was definitely but it, rushed. But it was good to get the ball rolling yeah. and keep people hooked. Well, they kind of really had to do that. I think, yeah, I think they did that because they see what's going on on Raw. It's losing traction, so they're like, "Yo, we gotta throw AJ." Well, it's in. even the same thing on SmackDown right now. With um, I felt like that was way too rushed with KO and uh, I mean, sorry, Big O <laughs> and Kofi. 
and yeah. I, two weeks, right? He yeah, it like it was kind of like yo, he was good like two weeks. He built something up, and then the next week is like, all right, cool. Like they don't snap. Yeah. Um, I, I felt, think they said um Brian's injury. I think it was worse. Yeah, than they still what haven't they, disclosed exactly what's going on with him. Not the new Daniel Bryan. But I kind of would have loved to have seen at least a few more weeks. Give me like. Give me two months. Yeah, get Kevin Owens throwing pancakes. Yeah, like him. I would have. I I think I would have. I love that comedic side of him. Um, and then they jump straight back into the prize Friday KO. Exactly. Some people hated it. People was going crazy on Twitter about. These it. I'm like, the, come on. These man. are the same people. that don't know what the fuck they want. <laughs> they don't know what they want. As as Brian said, fickle. They are fickle. Fickle. I miss the new Daniel Bryan. Hopefully, the old Daniel Bryan injuries is not. Because the new brain O'Brien was late. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. But now nah, Money in the Bank is looking lit. I, I kind of like all the matches that's been announced so far. I'm like, I'm liking how they didn't slide Roman straight into the main event picture. I, you know what I would have loved to see that happen and see these people that are like, yeah, we're that pro, was cheering we're, him now. We're, we're pro Ooh, Roman right now. Been lit. Yeah, been Roman lit. Reigns, hooray! And it's like, really. That would have been lit. Oh, okay. So you guys were were not about it before, you know, the leukemia, and yeah. now it's it's like, come on. I don't think um, what by the time he gets into the picture, Kofi's going to be champion. No, nah, I, I said that too when we had our predictions. I was like, if Kofi wins the title, this is not going to be like some two hundred, three hundred reign. This is just get the strap, get the story. You won it. We're gonna move on to some not not move on, but you're just gonna be a transitional champ. Like I, even when I said it, like yeah, roll the it's footage. Gonna happen. It's gonna be like Chris Benoit when he won. I don't yeah. think he's gonna lose it to KO at Money in the Bank though. No, I think they'll give him like another one or two. I want to see what we at. We at we're approaching me. We're approaching Money in the Bank right now. Does uh, he walk into SummerSlam <clears throat> with it? No. Okay. Um, I think it might be a possibility. I think they might hold it off till then. I don't know what they will do before then, but I. I say expiration date will definitely be SummerSlam. Yeah, some it depends how it depends how things happen to work out and how things happen to shape up. But I give it the expiration date of SummerSlam. I feel the same way. I feel like either he's not gonna be champion after SummerSlam, but he may or may not walk into SummerSlam a champion. But after SummerSlam Kofi's gonna it's gonna be no champ again. But it was good. It's fun while it lasted, so I'll enjoy it. I do have um a thing. What do you guys feel about Bray Wyatt's new gimmick? I love it. I saw the picture. I like it. <clears throat> I, I I remember when I started seeing the vignettes first. And I'm like, it was you know what it was too. It reminded me. It was the fucking Funkasaurus swerve, almost kinda. It reminded me of that old show they used to have on um on ABC back when it was TGI Friday. Remember Dinosaur? <laughs> the dinosaurs with the um, it was like the Simpsons, but there was like yeah. the puppet. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I mean, we we might have some listeners that don't know what the fuck I'm not talking about. I so I, I I show my age, but that was that show was uh definitely lit at the time. But seeing the actual first promo with it, I was like, this is this can fucking this can be, be something genius. This is actually more disturbing than it really is. But at the same time, there's been some concerns because apparently there's been people might get too much blues clues, like you might too get a little goofy. Yeah, the, the no, no, are... no, no, no. Uh, some people having some issues thinking that you know they're like, oh, we have a cult leader for children now. But yeah. that's the whole point. Yeah, no, but, but the shareholders, you know, the been... shareholders, you know, you know how we have the kiddies now. Oh, they're like, oh man, we 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 can't do this. 
you know, you, you guys got to pull the plug. Vince Vince fought it off though. That's how you know they got something big planned for him. He, yeah, he fought it off. Um, no, I, I really like I, I like this I like this take on Bray Wyatt. Like you said, like a cold you know, he's, the kids. It's a it's a fresh uh, breath air. I mean, he's in shape. A, you see him? Yeah, he's shape. Yeah, you know. That's the 12 look, rounds gotta, with JoJo. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's the 12 you rounds know? with JoJo. He's just like, yo, I'm not trying to have this dad vibe. JoJo do it to you. You know it would be great? If he get bold with it? If um, at the time when there's like a really big, nice push, somehow as a focal point is like they bring JoJo in bring and a kid. <laughs> With this gimmick, long term, long term, bring the book. family, bring the whole family. Exactly, I like it. I like it. WWE, please write that down. That's lit. I like that. But Maybe. I really, I'm, 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 I'm Hulk. I'm very intrigued. I, I want to see what they do next. Because the thing about WWE, they always start off good, and then the next week. Maybe tape is off. Kind of like when, um, when they started letting Matt Hardy do the broken thing. Like, the first week, everybody was like, yeah, we're yeah. getting broken. And then the next week, it was like, what the fuck is this? Like, this is not. So, the real test is Monday to see what's next at the Firefly Funhouse. Which I, which, which I believe, you know, it, sh- it deserves its own season. <laughs> it, sh- it, just, <laughs> it deserves. I think it deserves, you know, I, I wouldn't say on the WWE Network, but I feel like if you would throw like a good like 15 20 minutes on youtube and it had like its own thing like it's you know it's a little show a little show and get kind of like really intriguing with it It, it'll definitely it'll rock um i'm curious to know what like what his attire is gonna be oh he's gonna be blue school's good that blue school's get up i like it you think it's gonna be the get up yeah i like it he's gonna be coming in with his mr rogers get up one thing I want to notice too now, if once he gets and start getting the ring and start getting the fuse, will people start coming into the Fly Fly Funhouse? Mm. Like with like a wrestler, like will he invite somebody to the like the Funhouse? Like they, there's a lot of things they could play with this, so I'm I'm really excited. <clears throat> it's one of the better things they did on Raw in a while. Yeah, they they was thinking they had their thinking caps on for this one. <laughs> <laughs> somebody was thinking. And we're probably not gonna get a good idea till like August because of you this. You think that was um, until someone takes it and <laughs> listens to this podcast? You think that was um, Bruce? Bruce, um, hmm. I don't want to give him all the credit just because they well, was they have been holding off Bray since before he. Even well, he's. Been, I know he's been dealing with some injuries, but I think they also try to put some time into like bringing him back, bringing him back, repackaging him. He could come back him. the same because it would have been yeah. DOA. We had, we had enough of the popping up and the Uki powers. I felt the way I felt this would have been a great transition was this uh, match with uh, with Matt Hardy and he got thrown into the Lake of Reincarnation and, and somehow haven't been seen or like haven't been seen. And this I think this would have been like a really great thing. He even played on to it a bit when he was looking at his past self. Like yeah, no more of that. <laughs> exactly But there's also that one time That I was also very intrigued And we never got to see And I think I spoke about it With Sister Abigail Oh yeah We were talking about I was kind of very Very interesting And then you know The mumps happened <laughs> Meningitis Thank you Meningitis People with, There's a theory out right now You know how The doll There's like the girl doll that That's yeah. like supposed to be Nikki And then like the guy Is supposed to be like um, One of the guys from Sanity Killian Dane? Yeah. I don't know. Long term booking. Killian Dane doesn't really No, but I. 
I mean, I was like, I they they would be a great pair together. Um, even if they were to really just add those two with Bray, um. I don't. I don't want to say like a, a whole new Wyatt family type of thing. I don't. Yeah, because you don't want to jump into the like the Wyatt. No, like, I think it's done. I think they need to do something completely different. They can play off of it, but it needs to be straight up fresh. Yeah, like do like a like a spinoff in some ways. Why Wyatt bunch? Homies. The Wyatt homies. <laughs> you know, the Brady Brunch version. The fly, yeah. the fly, fly guys, or something like that. But yeah. I can get really sadistic with it, and I, that's the part that I'm really intrigued about the most. Yeah, if they could get kind of like, I always felt like this too, like the um, the new reincarnation of it. Like, I always felt like if that, if the whole movie carried the sense of that first scene, like that real creepy, you know, this guy yeah. is creepy. He's talking mm-hmm. to kids. Like, if I always said like, if that whole movie felt like that first scene, that movie would have been classic because it was really disturbing. Like hearing it talk to the yeah, kids. So they got to toe that line there. If Bray can like kind of like fuck with kids, like come on, kids, like you know you want to do this. Like if they could do that, yeah. but that then, would be cool. But then it's kind of. I also get where there are concerns because you can definitely go that route. But then it's gonna get to that point where some Bray, why are you talking about kid to stab me? Oh my god! <laughs> and then it's just like you get the plug pull. Vincent, like shut it down, damn it! You get the Muhammad Hassan. I was just about to say that right now. I was just about to say that. <laughs> now I feel bad for him. We got now. We got to do an episode about Muhammad Hassan, man. He bad luck, man. Talk about bad. luck. It wasn't bad luck. It was just shit fucking happened. You know when it shouldn't have. And then, you know, 9-11 happened, and then the heat of the whole um, bombing in London, it was kind of like, uh. And it was the same day. That's the thing with, I think, I think uh, if that episode with Taker wasn't on the same day, they, he probably would have survived. They're like, we got to scrap this, bro. And that, and play it to the worst gimmicks. Nah, Muhammad Hassan was lit. I Even, loved it. I love, I fucking loved it. Or and just, just like bad timing. It was bad timing. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I'm trying to think too. Cause even when he first started, like the gimmick was lit. Cause he I, was like, I, "I'm you guys hate me, but I'm." It was old. It was like that old school heat, you know, back in the '80s when everybody hated the fucking Sheik, you know. <laughs> that was like go for. Yeah, like it was. It was great. Like I embraced. Like that kind of heat is something that you can't. You you can't get. You can't mm-hmm. teach. It's either we can make this character happen, and then boom. That's like a lot of people give uh, Eva Marie shit. I kind of like. She I was. To see, sh- I wanted to see how what that was gonna play out. There was, um, you know, she was not the greatest wrestler. She wasn't. We all know that. I there was some, there was some signs of improvement. They, I, I definitely would give her that. But there was just like, dude, like I wish honestly, I wish I was a professional wrestler, could kind of get that much heat. I would have specifically would have had someone assigned to her, mm-hmm. and be like. I want to make you she, literally like her character was possibly the most hated thing ever, and especially towards the, the late part of her run, where they're just like Eva Marie is not coming out today. <laughs> yeah, that was she lit. is feeling under the weather and decided <laughs> to go to a spa in Malibu, California, because she thinks that she is way too good to be here today. And then after, thank you for coming out. After that didn't go well, like the injury or the yeah. suspension, they sort of like Alexa Bliss was a better wrestler. And try to flip it, yeah. flip it on that. But there's some, um, but there's been some shitty gimmicks though. Now there's been yeah. some shitty gimmicks. Some like there's some gimmicks. like real, real, real memorable one. 
Like, you? I don't know. What, what, what sticks out to you as possibly one of the worst games? And to be honest, you know... I'll say Mr. I also, I also never, like, want to... I never really want, also want to make this show also, like, you know, WWE heavy. But when it comes to fucking gimmicks, they fucking take the cake. Vince... Oh. Early nineties was. I'm just, about to say early nineties. That was early nineties was a gold mine. <laughs> Mr. Doink. <laughs> um, I I dig Doink the Clown to be honest. Um, heel Doink was actually like yeah, because I think they said he had origins like kind of like the Joker. Yes. Like, when, before he yeah. like, got goofed up, like it was really, and, like, and a lot of people us. legit fucking hate clowns. Yeah, that's another thing. You too. know, so when he you know that he had his his uh, his baby face run, but when he was like a heel. Like, it was crazy. I still remember, like, I'm going to say about 92, 93, he had a really big rivalry with Crush. I remember Crush. Yeah. <laughs> Throwback. Home, that's, um, homeboy from Hawaii. I must say, that's, um, I think that's Macho Man's last WWE opponent, I believe, right? Uh, uh, WrestleMania 10, when he had the... No. Who was that then? Macho Man was not on the card for, for 10. He was... um Not 10, 9. 9, he was in commentating. He was. I remember he was commentating on ten. In nine, he was also uh, commentating, commentating because I remember he had this great elaborate entrance. I remember he came out with like this like metallic blue, you know, little get up, get up going on. The Macho Man. And I think he came in on uh, on an elephant. <laughs> oh, that's when they did the the regal Caesar. Was yeah, that? it was at Caesar's Palace. Oh, the worst WrestleMania ever. I don't oh. think it was the worst WrestleMania ever. It was the most politic WrestleMania ever. Why is that? Hogan. Nigga, Hogan politic the fuck out of that main oh. event. Strong on. Like, that really was like, if you look at wrestling <laughs> politics, just show them the ending of WrestleMania 9. Like, come on, Terry. It was also, it was also <laughs> like the main event wasn't that great. It was Yokozuna and Bret Hart. Mm-hmm. And I remember Mr. F- uh, Mr. Fuji came, you know. Fuji? R.I.P. Mm-hmm. You know, he came in, salted Brett's eyes, and then um, Yoko hit him up with the with the bonsai drop, and then somehow Hogan comes out with his black eye. Y'all, you, y'all, y'all remember that? I remember that. He came out with his fucking crazy black eye. That's the story. And like then that. it was a quick boot, leg drop, over. That was literally a, the end of an era. Like, after that, that's when Hogan went over to WCW after that. Um... Macho Man wasn't really on deck. You had the news guys coming in on Shawn Michaels. The new generation. Yeah, main event. Bret Hart taking over. So, now we'll get into that. But that was cool though. So, what, what would you say one of your worst gimmicks was? Mine's is like Paul Burchill and that pirate. Oh, I remember that. And then um the other dude, the Carney dude. He was like there for like one week or two. <coughs> it was like Kazarni or something <coughs> like that. Yes, I vaguely remember. Mm-hmm. I remember. I remember because he had like um. He actually had a really dope uh, sleeve mm-hmm. on his right arm. I remember, and that was that was like short lived. He had like two weeks on SmackDown and boom, boom. Thanos. I wouldn't say the worst gimmick. It was a gi- remember Nathan Jones. Huh? He wasn't. The worst. I don't think it was a worst. It gimmick. wasn't the worst gimmick, but I remember like it was a botch. Like it did not go through as, as planned. I don't know what the fuck happened, but I think he was like too unsafe, and then they want to put him in front of like the Mania crowd. He what actually, I-, I think, tore his. Appendix. Something happened at Mania. My man was like the I handicap remember, gotta, match. Where it was I'm a handicap, taking... and then all of a sudden he comes out and he, and he ups Taker. Was that uh, WrestleMania 19? Yeah, WrestleMania 19. Mm-hmm. A train and Big Show. Yeah, yeah. That did not go over well for them. Who's who's in your top? What's your worst gimmicks that you didn't really get? Then like 
Oh, you remember the gobbledygooker? That was <laughs> <laughs> that was costume. No, homeboy, homeboy had at least a match or two. I re- I still remember the um, the build up to it. That's when I'm Gene Oakland and everything. Yeah, it's like oh, it's like no, this is garbage. <laughs> um, Glacier. Ooh, good one, good one. Like I remember the um, they put they pumped in so much money into that, and he had a like a whole custom suit done. Uh, chest protector, face mask, and all that. Like, WCW, like, invested in him. And it was a dope entrance, though. But, like, you want to talk about a Sub-Zero knockoff? That was one. Yeah, I think at the end of... No, I was in the middle, but WCW then, like, 2000, they were just throwing any gimmick out there. I remember they had, like, a fake Backstreet Boys, one, two, three count. Dude, that shit was amazing. <laughs> Who was it? It was, uh, Shan- it was Shannon Moore. Kidman, um, I think, was in there. Billy Kidman. Who's the third one? That reminds me of um Joey and the Posse. My, um, mean Street Posse. Mean I like Mean Street Posse. Mean Street Posse was dope. I to be I would love. I think it's it would be amazing to bring them back. Now I like it. I would definitely be open for that. Um, cause you know who made the Mean Street Posse? It wasn't Shane or like Gas Pete. It was fucking King. Like King was making them on commentary. Like, yeah, you know, they grew up on the mean streets of Greenwich, Connecticut. Like, and and even, so some, even, even some, even even some of, the, <laughs> I used to, and then the promos that they would cut when they were in, like in Connecticut was like it was also amazing. And then Pat Patterson was always with them and stuff like that. And Briscoe, like Mean Street, that was like, Pat Patterson. I, I always remember like when I used to watch like the nineties. Oh, um, he's like they grew up on the mean streets of Greenwich, Connecticut. Like just that sentence is like hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> with him and his fucking um, polo like sweater vest. But you know, even with that, you know, I felt some type of way about it. Do you remember Chavo's uh, gimmick when he came oh, in as Kerwin White? I remember, and um, <laughs> Dolph Ziggler was the caddy. Oh my god! Like I felt I didn't even know how how I felt about it. And that theme song too was very. It was very. That sad. was like when Show and Benjamin, my with the gold standard. Yeah, yeah, yeah home. Chavo came in, blonde hair, yeah, everybody had polo. Crisis back in that era of WWE, they didn't know what was going and on. And it was bad because I remember um, at that brief moment they had a thing with uh, Mexico, mm. and it was and Kurt was, you know Chavo's um, gimmick at the time was basically like he's just like yes I am Latino but I am white, oh. you know I have to speak a certain way and I have to look down on minorities and then you have fucking Mexico basically it's Vicky like Guerrero's Mex- character now like basically like. You're, it's like God, these Mexicans are landscapers. Like I felt some type of way about it. Like they literally, like they literally came with coveralls. And they was riding a lawnmower. And a lawnmower. With the Mexico. And I remember the they literally they hooked it up and they made it like a lowrider. I, I know what's the worst gimmick now. Mama Lord Sensei. Ooh, ooh, that's a good one. Just because he came in with so much hype and then it just. Well, the thing was because. You would think it was worse, but when he was in New Japan at the time, he was huge. That's what I'm saying. He, and it was like, yo, it just Adrian's didn't translate. But then I was just like, yo, that's Albert. Like, what, what are you, what are you trying to do? Because he beat Cena the first night he came back. He beat yeah. Cena, so everybody was like, okay, this is Albert. And then he started Lord losing, Tensai. and then he start, started dancing. Oh no! Somebody called my mama. <laughs> do you remember? You remember TNA Curry Man? Oh, yeah, I remember Curry Man. I just never got the whole shtick behind him. I knew it was. <laughs> Don't do that wow. dance. I think. Let me, let me see. What was some bad gimmicks in TNA? Hmm. Now, for me, that was the most hilarious one. Bad 
Kevin. But it, it stuck. Like, I still remember. I'm trying to think. I know TNA had some bad. The thing about TNA, they didn't have bad gimmicks. They just, like, insulted the intelligence way too much. Like, I always remember that little Eric Young, Scott Hall, the band feud was yeah. just. Like, what are you guys doing? Like, he turned on Eric Young one week, and then they beat him up one week, and then Eric Young was helping them the next week. Yeah. It was like... I mean, that was very WCW booking right there. You had the show <laughs> of all them guys over there, Russo. Well, I thought they would learn from the damn mistakes. They fucking... Nah. It's, it's still amazing how TNA is still on. I mean, Impact, but you already know. I know they just had their last... um Their, their pay-per-view, uh, Rebellion. Oh, was yeah, that the I one seen... RVD and Sabu? Or that was United We I gotta see that match. I see Gail Kim is gonna face um, Tessa. She's oh, coming shit. out of like retirement and stuff like that. Shit. Tessa Blanchard. Woo. Just Legacy. Come, just come over already. Well, I mean, I I don't know how awkward it'll still be with uh, her and Ricochet. That'll be interesting. Oh, he, he was with her before. Um, oh ago. yeah, Ooh. they they would you know there's some history between. So that. she wasn't the one and only. Nah. nah. <laughs> Yo, that's another thing. Fucking Ricochet. Fucking this new Power Ranger <laughs> shit they got going off. I thought my TV was malfunctioning. Michael Cole was like, we get ricocheted. Like, boom, boom. Like, what the fuck? I seen that. <laughs> like, you don't need. Like, I know that was Vince McMahon. Like, you know what? He's ricochet. Give me a little. Boom, boom. Like, it, it does nothing. Like, nothing adds to that, to Ricochet's character and mantra. To be honest, I didn't even notice that. I didn't. Now, I noticed it like the second time around. They was talking about that on Twitter all uh, from Raw and stuff. Like, like you, the you pew? Know, yeah, the pew. Like, this is ricochet. It's like, <laughs> why are you adding more extra shit to this that doesn't need to fucking happen? <laughs> like, <clears throat> they're always adding too much. Same thing with Neville. It was just like, oh, you know, how about we do this? Let's drop Adrian. That's one. Uh, yo, that's Number thinking, two. His name was so fire. Adrian, Adrian Neville. Neville. It was just... it was it was great. You know? Um, and then we're gonna throw in a cape. Shit, you lucky Vince didn't name him Nev. Nev. <laughs> I forgot they said somebody that was going to call some, him. Because they have a fucking hard-on with shortening people's fucking names. He's going to have a hard time with Walter. He's like, oh, man. Oh, Walt. Oh. Walt. There we go. <laughs> Boom. Million-dollar idea. Let's make fucking T-shirts. Yo, Walt. Walt. There's somebody that got called up, too, and it was like, let me see. It's on that list. It was like somebody was like, he just can't wait. You to know me. the only, you, you know the only person that I can think of that came back from actually having their entire name. Ooh. Remember Apollo Cruz? Mm. That they just went, they just and went up Apollo. And then the thing was, because of the shooting, they dropped out the Cruz right when that Cruz, Cruz can't, can't lose. lose was starting to get. And like, then it was just like, what are you doing? <laughs> like soon as like we're gonna name him Apollo. It was starting to get over just a little bit, a little increment. <laughs> we're gonna drop Cruz, and then you give it back to him like maybe four, like a couple weeks. But the Holy thing is, the dude shit. that that committed that crime, his name was C R U Z. It wasn't C R E W. Like who the hell was like, all right. He did it. I'm gonna associate him with Apollo Cruz. Those two were complete opposites of that, each that other. Like it's the sh- fuckery sh- that goes along. That looked like a shareholder thing right there. Like, nah, come on. That, that, that's, that's, that's a common sense thing. Like Cruz and Cruz. All right, yeah. You know what? I'm thinking the guy that did that. I'm thinking of Apollo Cruz. We're not watching this. Like there was no correlation between them. They don't look alike. They don't have the same name. Like that. Like I said, especially when Cruz can't lose was starting to like to get pick over. up some traction. I think that was like the second or third week when they was like starting to get Cruz can't lose, and next week 
It's Apollo. Like what? (laughs) (laughs) All I I remember was literally looking at my Twitter feed, and it was just like name change. Apollo. The last name got dropped, and it's like, it's it's like honestly, it's a thing. It's like if you have a full name, it's gonna get dropped eventually. I I remember when they did it with uh, Aaron Rowan and uh, and Luke Harper. It was just like Harper and Rowan. You know who's gonna get it too? I just looked at the list. Buddy Murphy, he's gonna be known as Buddy. He's gonna know. <laughs> Murphy, he's, he's gonna be known as Bud. Nah, I like Bud. Buddy. Hey Bud. Buddy. Hey Bud. You know what? I, th- I think it might be Michael Cole that's trying to like push him for like singular names because he can like get everything in. No, Buddy. Andrade, and that's it. It's like, oh uh, no, I was, I was telling my friend she doesn't even watch wrestling. Cause then I think she's just so like it, and I was, was like, yo, he really had a cool name. She was like, what was it? it was I was too, like, Andrade Cian Almas. It was it was, like, was too really ethnic. Nice. It was like I can't roll my R's. It's too much. <laughs> But that, that name was armas. <laughs> like Vince, I can't come up with anything with CN. It's like ah, too late. But that name too, that was like I said, you can't like all these names you get attached to. And Andre, Andrade, CN Almas was really, was really fire. So when Johnny Gargano comes up, we got Johnny. 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 <laughs> Johnny, Johnny G. Just John. Like coming up from NXT, Johnny. <laughs> Yo, here's Johnny. Did well, you um, see how they uh, they botched it over at uh, Progressive Field? So he was throwing the first pitch at an Indians game, and you know he's known oh, as oh WCW champion. Yeah, because he's like that. you know he was the NXT trip, uh, Triple Crown Grand Slam winner, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they were just like WCW. Wow. You have one job, <laughs> one fucking job. Exactly why LeBron left for Game Three. Yeah, Cleveland, they doing it. They just waiting for the Brown season. But um, any dark horses to win Money in the Bank? You got? Hold up, are they doing um one Money in the Bank for each show? Or are they doing one Money in the Bank for both? <clears throat> I haven't really. Um, Actually, they put out a. It could be a spoiler. They put out a little promotion picture, and it looks like the SmackDown or Raw guys on the same match. So which, both. Uh, which I think it should be that way. Yeah. I feel like it should be that way, and if you get the money in the bank, you can't like hop. I feel like if both brands put they both, but if both brands put people into that match, that gives the winner the right to hop to whatever yeah. champion. Yes. So if you're a SmackDown, you just can't be related to a WWE champ, um, WWE championship match. Like if you get the money in the bank, you have the ability to hop. Um, I like Bailey for the women's. Okay, I go Sasha. If Sasha wins, she's gonna lose. I'm saying it now, Sasha Banks. Please don't come back to the WWE because if you come back, wow, they 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 gonna break her. Like you thought it was bad before, they gonna be like, yeah, you were gonna money in the bank. <laughs> Just capitalize, got- make it a top hit. On it's lost time. They be like, oh yeah, we got you in the money in the bank, and they probably gonna make her lose the most stupidest way possible. Like maybe the referee like or, bumps into her, and or she maybe the table kicked. doesn't break this time. She can't get out her deal. She just signed <laughs> the new extension last year. Yeah, how long? Damn, Pretty, she put some money into it. Yeah, like so. Oh, she better go and tour Snoop Dogg. Come back, come back as a hill. Go and tour Snoop and come back to AEW. Cody be waiting. Jericho already said that he doesn't want people from WWE coming over. Saying that just to say that it's just no. I mean, it's I think it's bullshit, but at the same time, I also get it. Because yeah, you they, don't want to be known as the WWE knockoff show. You know, like you don't want to have like those guys that completely go over. You know, over there, and it's be like, oh, you know, he was in WWE, and they, the talent that they have over in AEW right now, it's like, it's it's pretty good. It's very fresh too. It's very fresh. 
and that's, that's, that's you know thing. you definitely are gonna have to mix it in maybe you know throw some vets in there damn it bros um, any guys y'all see winning money in the bank? I saw a good idea. I liked it. I haven't thought about this. They said if Elias wins, he turns into a little guitar case. I saw. I, 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 I really <laughs> liked that idea. That idea was really dope. Like, I feel like that too. Like, wrestlers, if they win certain shit, their gimmicks and just like do, it's like kind of like just do your own. Yeah, I don't know about the whole monster in the bank shit. That that shit was. I, I lost track after that. After he won it, when he was like, "I'm the monster in the bank." I'm still waiting for him to defend his uh, greatest Royal Rumble title. Mm. Whenever that may happen. <laughs> um, I think somebody from Raw is probably gonna win. Um, Drew, maybe probably Drew. I like Drew. Yeah, they got they got to do something with Drew now. Drew's got Drew's got to do something something. And I think to a W, I kind of like how they do the shake up and then the money in the bank because I feel like those two things set the. It sets the, the tone off for the summer. That's yeah. What it is. Uh, we always said like WWE should be booking their they should be booking in quarters. If you come off from WrestleMania, do the shake up and money in the bank, that should lead you to SummerSlam. And then SummerSlam, go to Survivor <laughs> Series. And I always said with Survivor Series, that five on five traditional brand warfare, whatever, the winning brand should get number thirty in the Royal Rumble. Just so that show mm. has something to build I, to the Rumble. I think even with that, they should start off with the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Like, it's, they have to do something with that. Yeah, it has to be a, a stake or something. Because, I mean, that that trophy, the, the the name itself brings nothing to the table. You know, they should give them, like, three wishes. I feel like that would be, like, funny and kind of f- cute. Like, if you win, <coughs> you get three wishes. That can go, that thing can go sideways. It could go them. sideways, but I would be like, you know what, that's, that's fun because I think I remember like I think like Bischoff or somebody in Bischoff's Royal Reign had like that you got two three wishes storyline I think it was like Jericho Christian and it was kind of funny what are you reading Vince Russo's uh, private diary what the fuck what shitty gimmick is that no no if you like win the Andre the Giant Royal Battle Royal you get like three like three wishes and you have to maybe you can't like hold on to them for like the whole year Maybe Money in the Bank or like SummerSlam. If you don't use them, you lose them. So you get three wishes. Turns to stop. Whatever. <laughs> I'm trying to help these niggas. We got we got more important matters to get through with the um stop. Um, before we get into some AEW news, real quick. Um, any matchups y'all want to see throughout the year from the bro the brand? I'm looking you know, forward to uh, Styles and Rollins. That's because they they've been kept apart. I don't think they maybe had like a tag match or two in like the house events, but they haven't had anything like. On TV wise, maybe since maybe the five on five just here and there, but other than that, I'm looking forward to that. Anything from you, Chris? Honestly, right now, no. Um, um there's still it's there's a lot of moving pieces, so I really you know it's one of those very few times I'm not like fantasizing or booking right now, but. I'm kind of just I'm open I'm kind of very curious To see what they do There's a lot of talent On both. On both sides mm-hmm. They can go In a lot of Many different directions Um But I'm still expecting Good things to come out Of Smackdown For sure What about you Malcolm? I guess I'm sort of In the same way Um With Smackdown Especially Like they have so many things They could play with And They got Finn Balor Andrade I was about to say I'd like to see Buddy Murphy Versus Andrade I feel yeah. like they could shut that shit down. Oh, yeah. I think the IC title is going to be. And it's oh, funny how yeah. both belts, now the secondary belts on each brand, they both have the respective color. 
USA, mm-hmm. Red. I mean, they got the respective champions too, like with Joe and then Finn. Yeah, Finn. Finn should do. Like I said, Finn should do. For, should be money on SmackDown. It depends. I'm pretty sure Gallows and Anderson still on their way out, right? No, they still. Oh, then maybe no, they they, they, bring, they they resign. They probably. I would them. love to see at the you know them do the Ballot Club. Yeah. This time with emphasis, because he was getting over last year when they started it, and then it just went went right away. I think because of the Roman Reigns injury, but still, everybody was loving like a little snarky, cheeky Balor, like kind of like. I love it. Yeah, they should go for it, cause um, let's see, you got Brian, you got KO. Now Brian's hurt. No, but if, when he come back, um, if he come back, because I know that, that wasn't planned having <clears throat> Kevin Owens in that. I think that that fast. Yeah, I'm just trying to see how many heels is on like SmackDown. Cause so. I think they were already set on having him as a baby face. Yeah, like Finn Balor could be a heel. I would love to see that. I don't know if they want a baby face like on. I don't know Andrade. Like the Selena thing works very good with the heel thing. Andrade is a good tweener. He, I he think comes he's off more, as a heel, but his ring work is very facey. Um, you would think that it's more it's tranquilo. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I know that they try being giving him the whole baby face look, especially down at NXT, and that wasn't getting over. Mm, yeah, I remember that. I remember, and it was just like. Yo, people are, like, really sleeping on this dude. Like, people don't know where he came from, what he's they able do. to fucking do. So, some people were, like, introducing, like, Andrade, like, oh, who who is this guy? But if you to watch his old shit, you know, back when you literally had, like, the old school OG, you know, like, he he was definitely special. Still is. No, Andrade, he's a, he's, a, he's a really good yeah, talent. Los Cinco Nordales. Um... Some news got reported last week about oh, AEW. Oh, the news, the news. The TV deal. Okay, okay. What we got? What we got? The first um, shot. It will be coming to Turner, AEW. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The upfronts, people that don't know what the upfronts mean, it's like when every t- television network comes together and then they announce what shows are going to be on air for the fall, spring, mm-hmm, or summer. Mm-hmm. And AEW is on, on TBS's. And they will be presented, I think, May 15th. It's around that time. So we'll get the full, full slate of what's going to happen there. So we, right before Double or Nothing, we'll get something. Mm-hmm. I and can't wait, though. I can't wait to see their ratings. But the big thing with that, the story's been getting out that they are buying no, their way in. No, no, no. No, but let me, let me finish. Let me finish. Okay. Because it could be a strong possibility because it is a new brand. And if it is, that's not a problem. But if it if it's not, then people are reporting stuff that's not true, and yeah. that's been very spicy lately this year. There's been that's, a lot of false the, journalism. That's the, that's the WWE Stooges. No, no, but not only it just been wrestling. Just I just been seeing everything. Like every company yeah. just been reporting a lot of um, fake news, and nobody could back up these. But sources. that is that is definitely fake news. They did not buy. They have <laughs> le- they legit have um, a legit deal going on, um, and I don't know. I really don't know how because I remember that those reports surfaced about a couple of weeks ago. But um, the person that they, that they reported was a credible source, though. Um, no. um, Say names. Say names. Um, this person actually come see us from. <laughs> was it Vince Russo? No, no. This is no. I'm talking about the person that that reported this was outside of wrestling. They they in TV. Oh, yeah, yeah, but no. Um, I I don't believe that. I don't think they bought time. 
You know what I think? I think helped him too. Um, him being Dusty's son, especially them yeah. on the Turner Network, like they so they know Dusty. Because even Cody has come out and said, you know, like this is not a thing. So people need to stop listening to those uh, reports. But if it is a thing, and if they are lying about it, they shouldn't. Because somebody like TNT or TBS, they are not gonna like, oh, we're gonna keep this on the low for you. Because that's bad business for them yeah. to do that. So it's like if you if you're lying, don't lie about that. Because it's gonna come out. It's not a wrestling thing. This is a business thing. I think it's a mixture of both. I think it's him being get the strap. Him be him having Dusty's ties, and I believe. These people, they have shareholders. They have people, like, searching up. They know that there's, like, an interest in this AEW yeah. product. So, I feel like if there's, like, it's something new, we, we can, it might be the next the next biggest thing. So, might as well, like, hitch our wheels to it. So, I don't think they're paying. I, I think that is, like, completely fabricated. Well, we're going to see in a few weeks. But it is a dangerous thing if people are just throwing out information that's not true or not. And then with WWE, um, well, not even WWE, with wrestling journalism, they don't have nobody to back this story. We got somebody like David Mills is throwing out these crazy ass storylines and stuff like the <laughs> stuff he was talking about with Roman Reigns. What are you talking about, Roman? About if you don't oh, know he if you really work. have cancer or not, if it's a work. And it's like you have nothing to back this up. And it's Ooh. dangerous because there's a lot of people that watch your platform and they are going off of this and they. That's a big it. line to step. Yeah. You're talking about your cancer is a work. I can see if you're like your flu is a work, but you're talking about cancer. This, yeah, this is way different from sports <laughs> where you always have somebody that's going to back it up and if it's wrong, they're going to. They're gonna get your ass for that. This people are just swinging this everywhere, so it's they gotta like people just gotta be more careful what they saying about certain things in wrestling. You hear that? Same thing with the Sasha and Luke Harper situation. I don't know what's happening backstage. I don't. It's just everybody's throwing out their little theories and don't really know what's happening. That's true. Listen to Malcolm, people. Don't be throwing out if you don't got the sources. If you're not WWE, if you're not Vince, especially from a, a business angle, like this stuff is gonna get out soon. Number wise, you're not gonna hide numbers. You can't fabricate this like WrestleMania numbers. Like this is getting out because TNT I, is a part of this <coughs> and Turner as a whole. So I also feel sometimes, especially when it comes to uh, professional wrestling, um, if you want something to be out, it's gonna be out. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just my thing. But when I heard about that whole AEW thing and how they purchased their own time to kind of get in, I was like, that's that's bullshit. That's bullshit. But it it, it's, it, it wouldn't be crazy because it's their first time coming in. Um, no. TNA had to do the same thing when they first no. came in. No. I think if they were to do something like that, especially to to kind of get the slot that they're going to come in midweek, prime time, there's no way. Like, you got to put in some huge, huge money. Them starting off as a company, you're already putting yourself in a hole by you doing that. Yeah, I get, are. I can get if this was true that you're trying to promote it. But there's no way. It's complete bullshit. As, as soon as as soon as I heard about that, I'm like, no. <laughs> Which is a, a dangerous thing. I hope they're not news. lying about it because they would put themselves in a crazy hole because you didn't deliver ratings yet. So yeah, that's you'll just, be missing the ball. There. It's fake news. Yeah. So yeah, that'll be like it would be like real news if it was like that Global Force wrestling somehow snuck their way into like a Oof. TV. <laughs> like it was like Jeff Jarrett like, are we on Tuesday nights? And I'm like, hold up, nah, somebody like, whoa, been paying under the table. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> like easy there, partner. Like global. I think they still trying to sell that taping. <laughs> Good luck with that shit. <laughs> Yo, Jeff Jarrett, I love you, but nobody buying that shit. Um, shit is dookie. WWE's been posting up a video of every WWE champion, you know, from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Any of y'all favorite runs or favorite champions? Um, I want to say my guy, my personal goat. 
I don't care what you're saying. I love Triple H. I love the Cerebral Assassin. Like, his whole character is my favorite. Like, I was looking at a picture today. Like, Triple H with the championship with Stephanie on his side and DX on the back. My time era. Yeah. Which is is my favorite interest for him. That is probably, like, my favorite Triple H of all time. Like, he had the championship. He had the girls. He had his boys. And he was that nigga. Before he got any big injuries, yeah, he was on top of his game. He was calling matches with him and The Rock. They went through all those matches in two thousand. Yeah. Like you say, like <clears throat> say say like the normal normal, like The Rocks and the Shawn Michaels. I think Eddie Guerrero was probably one of my favorite WWE championship, just because that was back before I looked looked up like with kayfabe. Like back when I, it was still real to me. Damn it! Like back then, so Eddie Guerrero winning it was good, and then Cena, his first run as like Thugonomics was probably one of my favorite. I had to think about it. Like I was gonna. First, say The Rock is still cold, but then I thought, like, The Rock, mm-hmm. I think the best thing that I liked about The Rock, he didn't need the belt. He could ch- he could be the chaser. The, the Rock made the belt look good. Yeah, but he was like the man regardless. He made the with people's the, belt. He made that belt look good. Fucking but, Versace. Like, with the belt or not, he was The, the Rock. Like, mm-hmm. Austin, his character was like, I need the belt. I'm not the man without the belt. True. And, like, Triple H was a great heel. You know, he... He's the man. Like he played a good hill at being the championship, but it was not burying time when he did that in two thousand. Like <laughs> it wasn't. It was. It came off good. The Rock had the belt as well. You know, Kurt Angle, a couple of guys in two thousand had the belt. But my favorite WWE champion was probably um John Cena. Uh, which um which reign? I say military salute. Or back when he was my time is now. He's like the spinner. Yeah, it was around oh six oh seven around. Right. When he was putting in some real good matches with like Umaga, oh okay okay, yeah he he was going down with um Umaga and him they really had like a thing Ooh, going on. Umaga, who know that? Who else I want to say like a honorable mention? My man Chris Jericho, mm. like when I got into wrestling, undisputed. Yeah, I was gonna say that right right that that's when I real like the time era when I got into yeah. wrestling. He just <coughs> won it because I always remember the first show I watched. I gotta look that up on the network. It was a promo him sitting by the pool and he had both of the belts. And I was like, Ooh, I was That's like, when he was like, I'll beat the rock and stone mm-hmm. cold one night. And Jericho, I don't think if they could have picked somebody, he just looked like a great undisputed champion, especially now knowing the fact because growing up I didn't know he was in WCW. So it kinda was like a nice little tip in the head that a WCW wrestler that went to WD won like won both of the belts for the first time they had it. So I thought that was pretty cool. How about you, Chris? Um for me, the one that stuck out was actually uh, Bret Hart. 97, this was a right before he left. Mm. <clears throat> before he signed your jacket? <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Bret. <laughs> <laughs> nah, this was actually, um, this was right at the time where we got heel Bret, and he had some really good matches with, um, with Stone Cold. And then... Um, he was involved, the, you know, you had the Heart Foundation, you, you had the Bulldog, you had Owen, you had Brian Pillman. Um, he was anti-fuck America. And then he, you know, anytime they had those shows in Canada, it was like... A hero's welcome. He was a hero. It was a hero's welcome. And I thought, for me, that was... For me, I want to definitely say that was Brett's um, best work. That's kind of cool, because he was trash in America. He was he trash in America, Canada. but... And sometimes, you know, you do that, and, you know, even when you go to your home country, it's, you know, never the same, or sometimes even your home, your own state. Mm-hmm. Um, but it played a, it played well. So, 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 so good. He went to Canada, and it was like, you know, hero's welcome. Every time he was at the airport, 
or um, you know, you went to the arenas and all you saw was Canadian flags all over the place, and he was getting he was getting like the crazy pops, you know, as opposed to it's like you know you have babyface here in America, but you go to Canada mm. and you're getting booed. So it was kind of like, you know, Bailey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of Bret Hart, I know Chris watched. Um, we was Dark Side of the Ring. They did like a little documentary on. Past wrestlers, and then they brought up this screw job. The Montreal screw job. Mm-hmm. And now Russo, I mean Russo and Cornette have been debating who came up with it. Mm-hmm. Oh, so they said that it was a work. No, that was oh, who the, came up with the idea to screw. Yeah, it's a Vince. Who came yeah. Oh, so they was going back and forth on the episode, like which one presented it to Vince. <coughs> like they still beefing twenty years later. Um, they also said no. That's a whole different kind of beef. Yeah, that's some like beef. this was like worse than. Uh, than anything you can imagine, Vince Russo and Jim Cornette—that's possibly the the best unspoken wrestling vi- rivalry. Put that hell in the cell. The reason I brought it up because um, <laughs> Earl Hedner has said Earl. now recently that Brett knew about this the whole time that this was a work. No, and they show like a camera that zooms in and it shows like. Him being told of it? Like, he's expecting it to happen, and this stuff doesn't happen. Like, basically, Vince doesn't allow stuff like that to happen, like, to be shown without his approval. I think, no, I think the way it was, was he knew he was going to get screwed somehow. Yeah, he talks about that, but he talks about, like, how, like, Brett really knew, like, that was going to happen, like. I I don't know. Like, this was planned. Not like, I knew it was going to happen, they're going to fuck me. Like, this was planned. I don't, I don't know. I think... Because that really was Brett's last last appearance, and then him not being even not even a, around uh, for nine or ten years until for him to come back, unless you really want to talk about long term booking. Yeah, um, I would say no because like he always said like when the bell rang he always tried to grab Sean's foot, and that, even even when you watched like you could really see him like what that the hell was, happened. Yeah. Like, what's going on over here? They even show him, like, Sean was doing the sharpshooter wrong. And, like, he placed Sean's leg right to do the sharpshooter because he was doing it wrong. Because Brett is a, is a, is a, he, he's a perfectionist. Because so there he was, wasn't there was also another documentary that Wrestling? was. Oh, yeah, Shadows. The Shadows. Like, that was a real one. Because that was the first one that I remember seeing originally. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and I know that there was a lot, there was a big discussion, like, leading up to um, Survivor Series on how. You know, Brett's last couple of weeks in the company was going to go down how he wanted to lose a belt. And, you know, Alondra Blaze, you know, she, you know, she, yeah, she, she set precedent. So Vince was like, I'm not having someone trash my title at another show. My main title. I don't, exactly. Like the company's title. So, like, you don't know what's going to happen. He can say, I'm going to do this the right way, but you just never know. Um, so that whole thing that it was a work, I refuse to believe. Um, that. Scott Hall says it was a work. Hughes Blake, a hundred percent said it's a work. How he should he's going, cra- he was going <laughs> crazy about it on the episode. No. He was like, you could. He said, there's no way that they, um, you know, shit it on Brett like that. He knew all about it. No. It was a work. He said a couple of guys in the locker room think the same thing that was around that era. Think it was a work. I don't think so. I refuse. Honestly, I really, really refuse to. To believe that it's one of those very few things in wrestling that I refuse to, you know, to say that was a work. It just because it was like lightning in the bottle. It was like the perfect storm all over. Like you said, Brett's last match. Yeah, that hometown. was hometown. There was nothing. Not to, dropping it to Sean. 
They was like, hell no. Like, I, I don't believe them, but it was just interesting to see how people was, like, coming on and really telling their side of the story. How that really was the perfect story. They didn't make a movie about the Montreal Screws. <coughs> I'll watch that. They did. They made a porn version, actually, of it. <laughs> they actually did. <laughs> Not the porn. I need, like, a good It's version. called the Montreal Screwjob, so if you guys are interested, it's probably out there. Give me, like, Benedict Cumberland. Give me, like, some hot... <laughs> like, yo, if they really make a movie called the Montreal Screwjob, that, re- like, especially if Vince McMahon, maybe on his deathbed. Like, well, I know happened. they actually were making some sort of a documentary oh, movie Vince? about Vince. I don't know when that's coming out. I know that... That was something that was in the works. I don't know if they canceled it. I don't know. They actually said on. a film was going to be made of Vince. Oh, Vince McMahon. Bradley Cooper is actually supposed to play. Yeah. <laughs> now Vince McMahon, he is a he is a movie. He's a whole HBO series. Fucking wrestling. He almost went to jail. A couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> when he Tom. got punched by Bret Hart. <laughs> and I think I just read like a few weeks ago, like during that case, like that's when Linda found out she was he was cheating on her. Like really, Linda? Really? Nah, like she she didn't know like he was having an affair until like some lady I think they called it to a stand and she had to like testify like they had like an affair and like mm. so Linda had no clue about what was going on until she was in the courtroom. Mm. She, she stayed though. Yeah, she stayed. She saw that bag. You leaving that WWE bag? Mm-hmm. Nobody leaving that bag. You want you a McMahon? You in for life. For 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 life for life. I don't think nobody ever left. Nobody's like nobody's <laughs> been. The, you see Triple H. Triple H was like, hold up, she like me. Oh. Stephanie like me. Like you want to get married? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was like, hold up, y'all could go. Y'all could be in the Indies. I'll be right here with Vince. I get to be in Gorilla. Triple H. That's why I say like, he is the game. He he saw Triple saw Stephanie saw that loot saw that legend that um long term booking. He saw that. For that long term book. Sean, Sean put the battery in his back. Balvinus was like, yo, trip. So I'm, I'm heading out the door. You coming? Like, nah, I got a wife. Nah. Got my father in law here. <sighs> like, I'm going to stay in, stay in Titan Towers. Like, I got an office now. Like, I mean, he's from Connecticut. It, it all oh, ties true. in. Yeah, it all, it all worked out. No, it was a good. Um, any last things? Any things you want to promote? Any things you guys about to get into this week? This weekend? Sleep. Chill week. Late weekend. Me and um outsiders will be shooting the um Avengers Endgame vlog tomorrow. Looking forward to that. It's gonna be lit. Don't spoil the Endgame, guys. Chris seen it. I'm seeing it next. Malcolm, when you seeing it? Probably, probably, probably this weekend. All right, you have to see it this weekend because I think if I think if I hadn't didn't see it this weekend, I'll go crazy. Like I have to at least see it. I I want to see it today, but not too many people could go. I have to see it tomorrow. I know some people who have been following me on the gram personally. Uh, I've thrown some <clears throat> some spoilers. Not so much spoilers, but some I was going to do some dick shit today. I was going to be like, Captain Marvel died. Like, on my Instagram no. story and, like, and like JK. No, no. Some people, are, <laughs> some people have been dicks and actually just thrown out some spoilers out there. I've thrown some stuff out there that if you've seen the movie, you're like, oh, I get it. You catch on But, if you, don't, but yeah, if you don't see the movie, the... My hints have make, makes no sense. It's crazy. I've been all on the timeline. I haven't seen no spoilers. I guess because, like, I'm going to see it, but I'm not, like, crazy about going seeing it. No, I'm crazy, crazy about this MCU. I'm show. not treating this like how I'm treating Games of Thrones. Well, I'm avoiding, if you like, guys everything. want some spoilers, guess what? There's no after credits. No, there ain't no type of during mm-hmm. credit scenes. So it's so, the only Marvel movie after it's over you can leave? You can leave. This is the first Damn, time. So really just letting you know, you guys can leave <laughs> after fucking credits. It really is the end game. Damn. It's the go-home show. 
Yeah, it's the Go Home Show. But yeah, thank you guys. Episode three is in the books. We out. Teddy Lucid signing off. Money Mo. And Chris. We out, guys. Catch you episode four. Ooh-hoo. Peace.